hand us give him praise. We are so blessed to be in the house of the Lord. One more time. I'm so glad that I'm in God's service one more time. Praise be to God. When I was pulling up in the parking lot, I said, finally I can park around the back. Praise be to God. Because normally just park on the road because of the limited number. But God is an awesome God. Amen. Just turn to the person beside you and say, I'm so glad to see you in church today. Come on, turn to the next person and say, I'm so glad to see you in church today. Praise be to God. We could have been dead, but I'm alive. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I could have lost my mind, but I'm alive. Amen. Hallelujah. I can clap my hands. I can stamp my feet. I can jump and shout because God is a good God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Yes, I have a word for you this morning, but before I go into the word, just to reiterate, 5.30 this evening, all couples unchained. Word, prayer, and worship. Praise be to God. Looking forward to see all the couples there this afternoon at 5.30. Praise be to God. Also, I want to make mention that the Reach Hands Out to Youth Ministry, it is spearheaded by our very own missionary, Sister Patterson. We will be visiting Bethlehem Children Home, and we are just asking persons who can contribute to that movement to do so through myself, Sister Books, and Sister, Sister Patterson as we try to extend a hand of love to the children and the ministry there at Bethlehem Children Home. Praise be to God. If you can give a bag of rice, that's fine. If you can give half bag of flour, that's okay. If you can give a case of tissue, that's fine. Praise be to God. If you can give a monetary contribution, we surely do appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Praise be to God. There is a word that the Lord has rest upon me this morning to share. And I want you to just stand with me as we go into a few scriptures. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. The first scripture is 1 Peter 5, reading from verse 6 through to verse 10. And then we're going to jump over to Hebrew chapter 6, verse 19. I'm going to ask you to project it on the screen. In Jesus' name, praise be to God. Hallelujah. If you're found with say amen. First Peter 5, verse 6 through to verse 10. And it does read, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for we care it for you. Be sober. Vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resisteth steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of grace who has called us unto his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after that he has suffered a while, make you perfect, steadfast, strengthened, and settled you. Let us now jump over to Hebrew chapter 6. Praise be to God. Hebrew chapter 6. And verse 19. Praise God. Hebrew chapter 6, verse 19. And it says, Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, 
and which entereth into that within the veil. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. My word to you today is anchoring your faith in God's faithfulness. Praise be to God. Anchoring your faith in God's faithfulness. Father, you are the sovereign God. You are the God who keeps us. You are the God who navigates us through this time. And Father, Lord Jesus, we crave for a word from you this morning. Pray, God, that you will send your anointing in this room. And Lord, break the yoke and the fetters. And as your word will reach the heart, God, that will bring comfort and peace and reassurance to know that, God, your faithfulness never fails us. So we want to thank you, Lord God, as you will speak to us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Praise be to God. You may be seated in the house. God is indeed an awesome God. Hallelujah. And first, I just want to greet our bishop in his, in his absence this morning. I want to greet all the elders and the ministers, deacons, missionaries, all the workers in the kingdom of God, all the saints of God who are here this morning. Hallelujah. We have gone back to some form of normalcy, but, you know, I'm not looking at a camera this morning, but I'm looking at your faces. Amen? Praise be to God. Hallelujah. You know, that's some way we could clap this morning because we would have been at home in our living room or in the kitchen cooking while we're listening to the word. Amen, somebody? But we are here in the house of God with our brethren this morning to praise God. It's always a good thing, a good feeling to be in the house, to be in the sanctuary, to lift up the name of the Lord, our God. Hallelujah. Because he's awesome and he's a God who, hallelujah, deserves the praise and the glory. In this time and in this season, it has really brought a test to our lives. Throughout this pandemic, we have various experiences, right, Sister Joan? We face with different challenges. We face with different obstacles and tasks. Some of us tasks might have been lessened. Some of us tasks might become greater. Hallelujah. The challenges and the obstacles that faces us seems so mountainous before us to this time. And of such, it brings about a testing of our faith. Hallelujah. A challenge to our faith. A challenge to our steadfastness in God. Praise be to God. But here we are standing today. Here we are sitting in the house of the Lord. Here we are praising God. At the start of the pandemic, it brought a sense of fear upon the people. And not just the people in the world, but also upon the people of God. Amen? And we have to get that reassurance. And we have to be strengthened in our faith. And as such, we understand that we can't just look to men, but we have to look to God. Amen? Because we look unto the hills from whence cometh our help. Praise be to God. So it tests our, 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 our faith in God. Hallelujah. It tests our stability. It tests our steadfastness. It tests our faithfulness and our love for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I believe when we are anchored, uh, when we anchored our faith, in God's faithfulness, we will experience his goodness. Hallelujah. We will experience what that he have in store for us. We will experience his love once we allow ourselves to be anchored in his faithfulness. Amen, somebody? 
Because the enemy will put obstacles in our way to challenge our faith. But this morning, I want to encourage you that we ought to ensure that our faith is anchored in God. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Because, you know, persons have said that we have lost some members, we have lost some servants, we have lost some warriors in the kingdom of God for various reasons and for various circumstances. And throughout the weeks, while I've been praying, I've been praying to God for the strength of the people. Especially the strength for those whose faith have been fainted. Whose faith have become weak because of the challenges that confronts them. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible said, God said to, to, to Peter that the enemy is set out to sift you as wheat. But I will pray for you. Amen. And that is why we have to pray for each other. Even though I don't see you, I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. Even when the Lord drop you in my spirit, Sister Jonah, I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. I'm not seeing the situation that you're going through, but the mere fact that God has dropped you in my spirit, it is telling me something, hallelujah, that I need to come into the gap for you and go on my knee and start to cry out to Jesus and call your name unto God and say, God, visit my sister right now. You know the situation, God. You know the circumstance. You are the God who is in control. And mighty God, there is nothing that you don't see or you don't understand. But I'm standing in the gap, mighty God. And that is why we have to continue to pray, hallelujah, for one another. Praise be to God. Because the situation and the circumstance is so grave. Mighty God. Because of the challenges that confronts us. So the word today is saying anchor our faith in the, in the faithfulness of God. Or in other words, in God's faithfulness. And let us now look at the word anchor. Mighty God, anchor is a device normally made of metal used to connect the vessels to the bed of the body of water to prevent the craft or the ship from drifting. And when the, those persons on the ship who are responsible to drop the anchor, they have to know the time when to drop the anchor, where to drop the anchor, so that the anchor will grip and will hold the ship in place. Hallelujah. The anchor speaks to stability. The anchor speaks to steadfastness. The anchor speaks to holding us in a position and in a place. Mighty God. And when we as Christians speak of the anchor, we are knowing that the anchor that you are speaking of is our faith that is anchored in Jesus Christ. Remember that when the, when the persons, when they drop the anchor, the anchor has to grip something, either a rock or something that will hold the ship in place. And when we drop our anchor, hallelujah, we are hoping on Jesus Christ because he is the rock on the solid rock on which we stand. And therefore, when we drop the anchor, we are hoping on God because the anchor will grip the rock, the rock of salvation, the rock of assurance, the rock that will not leave us nor forsake us. So we are talking about the anchor, mighty God. The anchor also symbolizes safety, security, confidence, hope, stability, and consistency. Praise be to God. The anchor. What is the anchor? What is our anchor? What do we see our anchor as being? Our anchor is simply our faith. Because if we don't have faith, we don't have no stability. If we don't have faith, we don't have no steadfastness. If we don't have faith, we have no confidence 
in whom we believe. Praise be to God. So faith simply speaks to knowing who our God is. It speaks to knowing the things that we know that God has done for us and even those in the past. Praise be to God. That is why we read the word of God and we learn of the story of David. Amen, somebody. We learn of the story of Samuels. We learn of the story of Jeremiah. We learn of the story of Isaiah. We learn of the story of the three Hebrew boys and they stand by faith because they know the God whom they serve. Those story is a reassurance to us for us to understand that our faith is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the anchoring of our faith in Jesus. Knowing who God is. Knowing that he is the mighty God. Knowing that he is the Alpha and the Omega. Knowing that he is the beginning and the end. Knowing that he is the God who has the world in the palm of his hand. We have to know who God is to strengthen our faith so that we can be anchored in God. Praise be to God. Hallelujah, we must believe who he is. Hebrew, Paul says in Hebrew chapter 1, he said, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. We all know it, amen? Faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We have a hope in Christ. We have our hope in Jesus, in, 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 in St. John 14, he said that I've gone to prepare a place. And we have hope to go to that place. We have not seen that place, but he has promised that he has gone to prepare it. That where he is, there I'll be also. Hallelujah. Mighty God, to fellowship with him and to have a grand time. Mighty God, the songwriter said, we shall have a grand time up in heaven. We shall have a grand time up in heaven. Have a grand time. I'm talking about our hope in Jesus so that we know that we are anchored in the solid rock. So faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mighty God, we, well, our hope is built upon Jesus Christ. And when we speak of faith, we speak of trust. Our trust in God. We speak of our dependency in God. We speak of our loyalty in God. We speak of our dedication to God. We are talking about our faith and our trust. Because the anchor that we are speaking of is our faith. Amen, somebody? Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, you know, the Holy Ghost said, let's take your time as we go through this. Mighty God. Confidence. When we talk about faith, we talk about confidence. I'm confident to know that no matter what, storm clouds rise. And rock the ship. My God is going to bring me through. My God is going to take me on the other side. Because I have confidence to know. Praise be to God. You see when we first go into this pandemic. We never know what is going to be at the end. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. We have not yet come to the end. But we have been through it a very far away. And our hope is still anchored in Jesus. Because I have the confidence in God to know that he is going to bring me through. He is going to take me over. I have the confidence in God to know that he is going to open a door in the midst of this pandemic. I have the confidence in God to know that even the business that I'm about to start, despite the pandemic, I'm going to see the door open. That speaks to the confidence that I have in God. Praise be to God. I remember 
that will share a testimony. When we just go into the pandemic, financially, I didn't have much money. Normally, when it comes to the summer, I would get a contract at school to do some work. I do a little welding. Some of you probably might not know. To, to repair some furnitures at school. Because of the pandemic, no offer was made. Come on, I'm talking about having confidence in our God and building our faith so that we are sure that we are anchored in Christ. And I got a call. Earlier in the year, I did a little work for that school. And then later down, I got a call. And the school the person said that I want you to, to, to repair the furnitures for me. And the amount of furniture that she speaks about is four times the amount that I would normally get at school. I'm talking about having that confidence in God. To know that despite what you're going through, God is able to open a door. God is able to see you through. God is able to work a miracle. Hallelujah. Is there anything too hard for God to do? Hallelujah. Is there no door that is too hard for God to open? My God. Is there any bills too high for God to pay it off? Come on. I'm talking about confidence in our God. We are also talking about an expectation. Mighty God, the scripture says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I can't see good without my glasses. My God, my God. But the, it's the evidence of things not seen. I don't see it yet. But I believe that God is going to do it. It, didn't, it don't happen yet. But I still believe that God it's going to do it. I have an expectation because whatever God has promised, that he will do. Mighty God. That speaks about our faith and our confidence in the God whom we serve. I have confidence in my God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Come on, clap your hands and and just give him praise. Just give him praise. Because I have an expectation. Come on, is there somebody? Just lift your hands in the atmosphere. And say, Jesus, I have that expectation. I have that expectation, God. You have promised to do it, God. And I know you are coming through. I'm still expecting, mighty God. I'm going to bring it forth. You're going to bring it forth. In Jesus' name, I have an expectation. Faith speaks to our commitment. We have to ensure of our commitment to God. Amen? We are talking about anchoring our faith in God. Anchoring in His faithfulness. So we have to be committed. We have to stay steadfast unmovable, mighty God. The devil will throw some darts at us. Oh God, he will throw some things at us. He will test us to the metal, to the core. But we are staying committed. Hallelujah. I'm staying steadfast. I'm staying unmovable. I'm staying committed to the task, God. That is my commitment and my faith to you, Jesus. I'm staying steadfast. I'm staying committed, God. I'm staying faithful to you, Jesus. We are talking about anchoring our faith. And we have to ensure that when we look within ourselves that we can, we can speak confidently to ourselves and say, God, I've been faithful to you. I've been committed to you. I'm expecting you, God. Because Jeremiah said that he have, we have an expectation because God is going to give us a hope and a future. Praise be to God. So why should I doubt God? If God says, Bishop, that he have a future for me, 
I'm just looking for that thing to happen. I have an expectation because God is going to do it. Every time when I look back over my life, hallelujah, I just want to just praise him more and more because I have an expectation. Sometimes you don't even know what you're expecting from God. Wrong or right? We don't know. There are some things that we ask God for. And we are expecting it from God. Amen? And sometimes God will not grant us because of what he sees. And there are times when we are expecting God to bless us. But we don't know what the blessing is going to be. But we have that expectation. Because he said that he will bless us. Amen? So we have an expectation. You know, I always said that even though I might not be driving a big car or living in a big house, I'm still blessed. Amen? We don't want to lose it and to think that because we are not driving a big car or we are not um, living in a big house that we are not blessed. We are still blessed. Amen? We are still blessed. The Bible said be contented. I remember living in Jonestown when I just got saved, the Lord gave me that scripture while I was meditating. And he said, be in my little one room. Praise be to God. And I was worshiping and praising God. And God was saying to me, be contented with what you have. Because you being contented with what you have, I know that I am about to open doors of blessings for you in the future. My God. What a God. Because I have an expectation. And there are times when we, not there are times, we must always speak the word of our life. Because Bishop, while I was in that one room, I said, God, when I get married, I'm not going to be in this one room. My God, my wife can't come in this one room. I have to go somewhere. Hallelujah, comfortable with my wife. Amen? And I remember when I was getting married, I went back to the room and I lied down and I spread out myself on the ground with one of books and things. And I said, thank you, Jesus. That speaks to our faith and our confidence in God. God is a big God. There's nothing too hard for him to do. My God, we serve a great, big, wonderful God. I don't doubt the things that he can do. Praise be to God. We, have, we must have our faithfulness to God. Our commitment to God. And we must be hopeful in God. As we speak of our faith. And I do believe that God wants us to anchor our faith in his faithfulness. Hallelujah. Towards us. So is your, is your faith firmly anchored? And are you deeply and truly trusting in his faithfulness? Hallelujah. Those are questions that we ponder on. And ask ourselves, are we truly firmly anchoring ourselves in Jesus? Are we truly trusting in his faithfulness? Praise God. Many times I have to ask God, God, Strengthen my faith. Help me to be strong in my walk with you, God. There are times when my faith has fainted. Hallelujah. But God, help me to anchor myself more in you, Jesus. Anchoring our, so our faith in Jesus Christ. And what I want to say to you, is that we must know that we have to drop the anchor. Amen? The word said cast. Drop the anchor. Amen? Let go the anchor. Because when the, when, when the storm is, is licking and the waves are dashing and the wind is blowing, it's a time that we have to drop the anchor. Amen? We have to drop the anchor. And how it is that we can drop the anchor? We drop the anchor to prayer. 
Because when the storm wind blows, we have to get down on our knees and begin to pray, Sister Pottinger. We have to pray. So we are dropping the anchor in God. Because I know that God will deliver me. Hallelujah. I'm going through some situation, but I'm getting on my knees. I am dropping the anchor. Hallelujah. I am going to pray unto my God. Hallelujah. We have to drop the anchor in prayer. Mighty God, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 17 said, Pray without ceasing. In everything give God thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We can't stop praying. And we have to drop the anchor to prayer, Sister Collins. Praise be to God. We have to drop the anchor in prayer. We have to also drop the anchor in fasting. My God. You know, when some situation are leak, sorry, when some circumstances arise, you have to get yourself down into some sackcloth and ashes, Sister Joan. I guess the boy, go upon that three day fast. My God, the Bible said these kind go by much what? Fasting and prayer. My God, the winds are blowing. Oh God, the only man, the storm is blowing. The sails are dashing to and fro. But I'm going to go down into some fasting. I am dropping the anchor. Holy Ghost. My God. Because I know that God is my deliverer. I know that he is my way maker. I know that he's going to bring me out and he's going to bring me over. My God, I'm going to just put aside some dinner and some lunch and go into some fasting. Because I'm dropping the anchor. I'm showing the devil that I'm not counting upon myself. Hallelujah. I'm not depending upon myself. I can't do it, Bishop. I can't do it. I have to look unto the hills from whence come my help. And I'm going to open up my mouth and say, Jesus, mighty God. Jesus, here I am, God. Oh, Jesus, here I am, Lord. Come, God, rescue me, Lord. Come, God, bring this yoke and these fetters. Mighty God, pull down this stronghold. Huh? Destroy the plans of the enemy. My God. We have to go down into some fasting because we are dropping the anchor. The enemy don't want we drop the anchor in a sister Joe. It don't want we drop the anchor. Because we want the wind to dash us to and fro. And we don't have no stability. We don't have no steadfastness. We don't have no security. My God. But when we drop the anchor in prayer. And when we drop it in fasting. My God, my anchor is going to grip. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. It's going to grip the solid rock. My God. Says Satan, get behind thee. The blood of Jesus is against you. I'm pressing on in Jesus Christ. My God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above that which I didn't even ask or think. Because I'm dropping the anchor. Hallelujah. In some prayer and fasting. My God, the devil think you can't stop me. You can't stop me again. Because I'm dropping the anchor. My God. You can't hold me back. Jesus. Praise be to God. We have to also drop the anchor in meditating upon the word of God. Hallelujah. You see, when David was fighting his battle, he fight the battle with the word. Whenever he's fighting and swinging the sword and destroying the enemy, he's fighting with the word. My God, the word of God is our weapon. The word of God said the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty to God, to the pulling down of stronghold. My God, if we don't have the word, my God, we lack our weaponry. Mighty God, our weaponry will be shortened. My God, we have to equip ourselves. Holy Ghost, let me tell my hand from a waist. I think something will pull off, Bishop. <laughs> Praise be to God. My God, the weapon of our warfare are not carnal. But a mighty true God. The Bible said the word of God is quick and powerful. 
Almighty God. The word help us to anchor ourselves. Mighty God. That's why David said, Thy word will I hear, hide, hide it in my heart. So that we may not sin. Mighty God. Because the enemy don't want us, hallelujah, to survive. Mighty God, he don't want us to praise God. He don't want us to prosper. But we are uncoming in God. Mighty God, we are uncoming in Jesus. Oh God, the rock of our salvation. We are uncoming into him. And Peter says in 1 Peter 5, verse 6, he said, humble yourselves, therefore, unto the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all cares on him, for he cares for us. You see, there are times when we are going through or we're going through, it brings us to a place of humility. Of humbleness. And here he's saying that humble yourself, therefore, in the mighty hand of God. Who can keep us? Who can comfort us? Who can preserve us? We just humble ourselves. Hallelujah. Prostrate ourselves before Him by humbling ourselves in His presence. That he will exalt us in due time. Hallelujah. We are going to our situation, our battle. But the Lord, Sister Collins, is going to exalt us in due time. My God. He's going to elevate us. He's going to see us through. And that is why we have to ensure that we are anchoring our faith through prior fasting and reading the word of God. And he says in verse 8, that be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. My God, the enemy wants to attack the anchor. Oh God. He wants to attack our faith. He wants to attack our steadfastness. He wants to attack, attack our hope in God. He wants to attack our faith. But we're not giving him that opportunity. Praise be to God. Because we are going to stay steadfast, unmovable in Christ. Because the Bible says that he is like a what? A roaring lion. My God. He want to look out for who not dropping the anchor. Who not fasting and praying. Who not reading the word. My God, we can't allow the enemy. I got to come up against us like a flood. And then we can't even allow the spirit of God to lift up a standard. Mighty God, we have to ensure that we are charged up in the spirit. We are charged up in prayer. We are charged up in fasting. That even when he come and trying to look, Sister Joan. I wonder if we can take on Sister Joan today. Well, Sister Joan in some fasting. Mighty God, she's up on her knees. She a prayer. Mighty God, the devil, he must go and go somewhere else. He come and try to attack the bishop. But our bishop is praying. And we are praying for our bishop. When he come to try to touch the man of God, he can't touch him. Mighty God, you can't touch this. Mighty God, because you're covered under the blood of Jesus. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Mighty God, Jesus, seeking, trying to attack with anchor, trying to attack with prayer life. We go for we need for prayer. We can't pray. A word can't come out of our mouth. My God, we go to read the word. We can't read the word. We start to drop asleep. My God, we want to meditate upon the word and all kind of things that run through the mind. Are trying to attack our anchor. My God, but no matter what, we are staying steadfast. We are continuing to pray. My God, even when I feel like I don't want to pray, I'm going to still pray. 
Even when I feel like I don't want to fast, I'm going to still fast. Even when I feel like I don't want to read the word, I'm still going to read the word. My God. Praise be to God. There are times when you will study an entire chapter for the day. And there's a time when you just focus upon a verse. Hallelujah. But we have to ensure that we continue to read the word of God. Hallelujah. Because it is our strength. It will allow us to anchor in God. It will allow us to stay steadfast in God. It will allow us to stay unmovable. It will give us the kind of stability that we need in Jesus Christ. Because going through this pandemic, it's not easy. Sister Carl, it's not easy. My God, sometimes I do feel frustrated. Right, Sister John? Right, Sister Collins? Sometimes we go through a little frustration. Mighty God. But our hope is built on nothing less. Hallelujah. Our hope is in Jesus. And despite I'm going through it, God is going to see me through. God is going to open the door. Let me share another testimony. We've got amazing, oh, amazing God is. Because I never see it coming. You, you, you talk about expectation. But there are some things that we don't never, you know, expect God to do. But because God is a God who's going to bless us, hallelujah, we can't just expect anything from God. Amen? Praise be to God. And I remember a couple weeks back, I got a call from the bank. And the lady said that, Bishop, that I can get some money to borrow. Praise be to God. And I said, well, that's so good, you know. But right now, I'm not ready for that. Praise be to God. I tell her, just hold it. I'm not ready. I don't want to take money that I don't have any reason to take. I put myself in any situation that I don't need to put my situation in. And then a situation came up whereby I need that sum of money. Praise be to God. And when the situation arise, and I said to my wife that, boy, I need to find this amount of money to clear this bill here. And I remembered when the lady had called me to tell me that I can get a certain amount of money. And I said, God, I never knew that you have already put this in place. That when the time come for me to get the money, I was not in any problem. I went into the bank today and tomorrow I had the money. And I was able to go and to pay the debt. What even makes it more beautiful is that the, the money that I've been paying before on that bill, I didn't have to pay no more. But I only have to pay less. My God. What a God. What a God. And I said, God, this is why we have to ensure that we have our faith being anchored in you. Because you never fail us. God will even set it up before the time. My God, am I speaking to somebody this morning? God is setting it up even before the time. My God, that's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. Praise be to God. He will set it up even before the time. My God. And, and Peter says, who resists steadfast in faith? And what he's saying here is that who overcomes the challenges of the enemy who overcome the weary darts of the enemy, hallelujah, praise God, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. The similar, some of the things that I'm going through, somebody else is going through the same thing. Ella Levo. 
Somebody's going through the same circumstance and situation. Or somebody has been through it. And God has bring them out of it. And that's a reason for us to hope in God. Because we have seen with our eyes the miracle that God has performed. We have seen the delivering power of God being executed before our eyes. Being manifested before us. Because that is the God whom we serve. So he's saying that it's not you alone going through it. And probably where you have got through is not even half my sister Collins are good too. Praise be to God. But he says what? Steadfast in faith. Steadfast in faith. Because God is going to bring you out, sister Carol. God is going to see you through it. He's going to bring you through it. He's going to bring you out of it. My God. Praise be to God. That's the God whom he served. And he says, but the God of all grace, who has called us unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that he has suffered a while, make you, it's a part that I love, make you perfect. My God. It makes you perfect. Established. Strengthened. And the last part, Bishop, he said, settle you. My God. God will settle the matter. He's going to settle the matter. Once we stay steadfast, he's going to settle the matter. My God. My God, there's somebody who have a situation. I'm saying to you that God is going to settle the matter. Don't worry about it. God have it in control, Sister Joan. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. I said, God is settling the matter. God is settling the matter. Holy Ghost. Jesus is settling the matter. My God, who has called us unto his eternal glory, by Christ Jesus, after that he has suffered a while, my God, he has been through it. He has done it for me, sister. He has done it for you. And he's going to settle the matter. Mighty God, don't need to worry. Don't need to worry. Don't need to worry. My God, he will settle it. I hear what Jeremiah says. In Lamentation, Lamentation 3, verse 22. And he says, It is the Lord's mercies. Come on, somebody. It is the Lord's mercies. Praise God. Bring it up on the screen for me, my brother. It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. My God, we could have lost, Sister Dawkins, I could have lost my mind already. My God, I could have lost the job. But instead of I lose the job, I get a promotion in Jesus' name. My God, I could have lost my house. My God, but because of God's mercy, hallelujah, I am not consumed. My God. God is able to do it because it says that because it's compassion fail it not hallelujah when Jeremiah was writing this they were going through a situation Jeremiah was lamenting was crying was weeping things looked dim Things look like it now happen. Like nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to change. But it says here, because of the Lord's mercy, hallelujah, I am not consumed. Hallelujah. I hear what he says in verse 23. 
They are renewed every single morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. His mercies is renewed every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Anchoring our, our faith in God's faithfulness. His mercy, Sister Charm, is renewed every morning. His mercy endureth forever, Bishop. Praise be to God. So his faithfulness, hallelujah, great is his faithfulness towards us. My God, my God, hallelujah. Praise be to God. And, 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 and Isaiah said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Shall not return unto me void, because it shall accomplish which I please, and it shall prosper in the things which I sent it to do. Whatever God speaks over your life, whatever he has promised, whatever work has been prophesied, that ain't going to come back to you empty. It must accomplish the purpose that it set out to accomplish. So if God says that he's going to give me a hope and a future, I am looking for that. Because it's not going to come back to him void. I'm winding down and he says here in Hebrew 19, 19 which hope we have as an anchor. Which hope we have as an anchor. Hallelujah. Of our soul, both sure and steadfast. Hallelujah. And which entereth into that within the veil. Jesus is our hope. Jesus is our anchor. Let us stand in this room this morning.